Welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigan. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to our page, share this episode with a friend, and go right at the bottom and five-star rate us. You're listening to episode 13. Today, we are so excited to have my absolute best friend, Danielle, and her now fiance here on Growing Potatoes as our very first guest ever. Danielle and Harley have a spud moment to share, and so take it away, guys. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for bringing us on. It is a uh, pleasure to come out here to the uh, Von Attigan Studios. Um, but yeah, we have a spud moment here. Uh, do you want to set up the scene, Danielle? Yeah, so we were at my house, and Harley was over, and we were kind of just messing around, and he was running through the house, and we had tile, and so he was running and sliding on his socks. Yeah, you know when you're a little kid, and uh, you'll slide around (laughs) on the floor uh, with your (laughs) socks on? Well, uh, I'm still a 25-year-old adult that likes to do that, so. Yeah, so he was sliding through our house. And my parents were standing in the, not standing, they were sitting in the living room. And he slid right in the living room, right, kind of right into our fireplace. And so he did that, you know, the cartoon um, thing that they do, what's it called? Like, uh, like you know, when someone's trying to make a quick turn in a cartoon and they're like the super quick feet that like, just keep going in the same spot. Um, so I literally did that yeah. with my socks because I'm trying to slow down from hitting the fireplace. And so I slip, 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 what, 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 oh, and then fall flat on my back. He fell real hard right in front of me and my parents. And <laughs> it was like, oh, one of those moments where you just like duck your head and was like, oh my goodness, definitely a spud moment for us. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so did you laugh in the moment, Danielle? Or did you try to hide it and not let him feel embarrassed? Well, we all kind of laughed and including Harley. It was a funny moment, but I was still embarrassed. You know, it was like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> yeah, we completely understand those embarrassing moments. One thing for us is that a lot of our spud moments are done in private, <laughs> not really around other people. So to have a spud moment in person with your family is it's pretty much a, an ultimate spud moment. With your future in-laws watching yeah. you fall. Yeah, definitely. So Danielle and Harley just came out to visit Keegan and I at our new home in Pennsylvania, and we got to help orchestrate the most beautiful engagement underneath a bell tower from the 1700s last night and Harley got on one knee and proposed to Daniel right there it was beautiful right on the um right during the December winter equinox when we're having like the Bethlehem star like it was just the most beautiful experience snow all around Christmas lights we had some Christmas music playing. It was just awesome. 
So we have Harley and Danielle here today to talk about dating in a pandemic. We're also going to throw in a little bit about transitioning from dating to engaged, and they are the absolute perfect couple to discuss this topic with. So guys, just tell us a little bit about how you're feeling. Yeah, what is going through your head right now? It's been about 24 hours since you have just taken the next step into forever. What is going on in your head? Well, my first reaction is, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is actually happening. And, um, you know, you dream your whole life to get married and love someone forever. And this is happening for us. So it's really exciting. What do you think, babe? Yeah. Um, no, it's absolutely exciting. Um, you know, because I mean, it really, it really happened pretty quick compared to some relationships because... <laughs> 10 months ago, we didn't know each other. Um, and so, you know, ever since our first date prior to things shutting down for COVID, we just kept working the relationship, getting closer and closer, and realized it was a great match that we didn't want to let go. So, uh, exciting time. It's certainly still very fresh. Uh, we're getting a lot of reaction on the socials uh, for announcing the details. So, it's. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're just getting started, so. Yes, you're definitely just getting started. You have a lot of planning ahead of you for the big day. Yeah, and so I kind of want to just ask, so automatically couples just start thinking about the big day, but what do you have in mind to start planning for, like, marriage in general? Not just the wedding day, but what prep do you think you guys need to go through or what conversations do you want to have now um, that will help you transition from where you are now until you're one together? Well, when I uh, talk to both her parents and my parents about going through with the decision here, uh, both of them, uh, their only consistent recommendation was to get some marriage counseling. Um, and so I know that's going to be a next step here for us um, to get a third party to help, you know, make sure we, we go about this the right way. So what, what do you think, Danny? I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, we've not even been, well, we've been engaged now for 24 hours and we've only breaking news. <laughs> oh, and so we've only had a couple conversations about next steps, but I think obviously like picking a time of year, um, and then with, with COVID and everything, I'm concerned about wedding venues. So just doing some research on like what is available and start having those conversations about planning just in general. So, yeah, I definitely think marriage counseling um, doesn't just happen <laughs> with your counselor, but I feel like planning a wedding is honestly marriage counseling at the same time. It's kind of your first opportunity to work together and like create something together other than just a relationship between yourselves, but how you can uh, communicate throughout this season, um, just what roles you're already starting to create for your relationship and for your future marriage. It's It's an exciting time, but it's definitely going to be um, kind of like your first test as a couple, I, unless you've already had lots of other tests. <laughs> yes, being engaged brought us even closer. We didn't think it was possible when we were dating, but being engaged, we got closer. And then after getting married, we just 
kept getting closer. So you're on on the road to just becoming more and more attached to each other. Yeah, definitely. And so just can you guys just go a little bit into how you guys met, your relationship? Just give us a little bit backstory of Harley and Danielle coming together for the first time until now and obviously where you will be going. Yeah, so um, I was actually having a conversation with you, Faith, and we were talking about your friend that recently got on a dating app and found someone quite quickly, and it was really successful. And so that kind of sparked some interest in my brain, like, oh, I wonder if that could work for me. And so I downloaded the app. I downloaded Hinge, which is the one that you were talking to to me about. And we found each other within, what was it, like 10 days of Um, being on the app? You too, right? Yeah, I I don't really remember how. I, I don't remember how long I was on the app, but yeah. Yeah, so... It wasn't long for mm-hmm. me, and I don't think it was long for you either. No. Yeah. So we just kind of met and then went on a first date, and then things just clicked. So here we are now. Well, let's talk about some of the signs that it was going well. Uh, first date was prior to stuff shutting down, so it was still like a legit date. Um, we went out at 830 to meet up at one uh, little tiki bar restaurant over in Tulsa. Uh, then we stayed there for like an hour and a half left to get food at a Mexican place. Uh, the Mexican place closed for the night. So we had to go to a bar later that evening and then it ended up being 1am and we had to get kicked out of that bar. So the first date lasted for four and a half hours. So, which to me kind of is a good sign that this is going well if we can sit together and talk endlessly for four and a half hours. So um, when everything shut down, I was thinking, well, we just had such a good date, and I don't want to be that guy that's like, well, let's wait until everything's safe again, and, you know, we meet up. And it's like, no, I got to I gotta figure something out here. So the second date, I came up with this idea for, like, a drive through tour date um, where basically I would pick her up, and we would go and pick up an appetizer at a restaurant and then pick up drinks at another restaurant and then get dinner somewhere else and then dessert elsewhere uh, and just make that a whole different adventure. And Danielle seemed to like that, so uh, she kept things up. Yeah, that, that first date went so well. I was like, wow, this guy's really nice. And then he was so interested in doing this drive-through tour and when he told me about this drive-through tour I was like oh my gosh that is so creative you know considering everything is shut down you can only order takeout like dating through a pandemic is difficult and so I was like this guy he's he's really trying to make this work you know let's give him a shot you know I was really kind of nervous too because like, I was like, this guy wants me to get in his car. And I just met him for four hours. Like, I don't know this guy. But I was like, okay, well, you know, let's let's do this. So we met up and had that great second date. And again, here we are 10 months later. Well, while we're on the subject of dating, I know you guys were talking about how you had, um, 
You called it the Idea Bowl. Share us share a little bit about what that was. So uh, the Idea Bowl was basically we're trying to come up with creative ways to keep meeting up together because like we can't go out during the major closings. So you know we would do things like in home workouts. Uh, you could still run outside in Oklahoma, so we did that. Um, there's obviously movies and shows and stuff like that, but you can get like pretty basic and boring, you know, just doing that. So I sat down and came up with as many random ideas of activities that we could do uh, and just threw them all into a bowl, about 40 different ideas, and just brainstormed. I didn't care if it was a bad idea or a good idea, whatever, just put it in there. And then instead of sitting there wondering what to do or trying to decide whether we both wanted to do it, we just pick an idea out of the bowl, say, okay, it says to do a puzzle. Okay, fine, let's do a puzzle. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, one time, uh, Danielle, one of, one of her activities that she really liked was to build a fort. Yeah, so I was really excited to build this fort. In fact, when he was asked, he, he asked me some ideas to put in this idea bowl. And that was one of my favorite ideas that I contributed. Mm -hmm. And we pulled it one day and I was so ecstatic. We got everything in his apartment. We built the greatest fort ever, played an awesome card game. And it was really fun. But another one of my favorites was take a walk. But we were not really in the mood to take a walk outside. I think it was like raining or yeah. something was happening. And so we just like... <laughs> no shoes just like we're just like in our socks we just went like down his hallway in his apartment <laughs> just down and back but we we're like admiring people's door like artwork and just like oh the, there's the fire extinguisher you know <laughs> oh good to know <laughs> like but we took a walk because that was like our 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 rule is like we had to do whatever we pulled and um it truly kept things interesting i think dating you have to be really intentional it's, well with any friendship you have to be really intentional and so um this kind of gave us an outlet for doing that and keeping things interesting yeah um and so what covid the pandemic actually provided us as a blessing is it provided us with a lot of time to fast track the relationship because you know, if we would have kept our, you know, if Danielle, if you would have kept your original jobs uh, and I would have stayed at my office the whole time instead of working from home for like two months or so, um, you know, we, we just wouldn't have had the opportunity to pretty much meet up together every single day for that time or to talk with each other so much throughout that time. And so it gave us a fast track to communicate and hear about each other and get to know each other really quickly where in the first three, four months, um, we had already gotten quite close. I think this pandemic definitely provided so much time. I can totally agree. Keegan and I actually <laughs> had a good two weeks where we were together and every day we were cooking together, we were watching movies, we were playing games. And so I definitely think for the couples that took advantage of this time, there has been so much intimacy and so much just friendship created um and i love that you guys used every ounce of creativity and every second that you had in your day to be intentional with each other and to not allow 
limitations to keep you from growing and being together. And so that's just super inspiring. I'm inspired by that. Um, So just continuing with a pandemic, how did you guys kind of come together with family, with friends? How was merging uh, lives together while dating during a pandemic possible for you guys? Well, I met your family first on our fancy date. So, yeah, so uh, about, I think it was two months in, you think? Yeah, two months in, um, we decided to do a fancy date because we uh, both are fans of dressing up and looking hot. Um, But I uh, got to borrow my boss's red Porsche and pick up Danielle from her house. And I'm in a suit, and this is the first time I'm meeting her parents there at their place. So, um, you know, a little bit of an interesting first interaction, real brief, briefly, with the parents. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, as people were comfortable to meet up with us, you know, uh, we, you know, would have Zoom calls at first. My family was, like, good with Zoom calls at the beginning for everyone together, uh, for my parents and the siblings for, like, the first, I think, for like three months, we were consistent with it. Yeah, so I think um, we just like sprinkled in friends and family every now and then, uh, but really took a lot of that time at the beginning for sure to just get to know each other because um, we were strangers and we didn't know each other. And so we just took that that time to yeah get to know each other. And then on our fancy date, he met my family and... Yeah, through the Zoom calls, I met him, his family. So, um, yeah, it just all kind of worked out. That's great, guys. That's so awesome. You literally have not let anything keep you from um, just being together and growing together. And I completely admire that. So, throughout your relationship, what do you think are some things that you've learned about yourselves and maybe about each other that you're going to take with you into this engagement time and your upcoming marriage um into the next season well danielle has a uh, gift at being a uh, very having a very big servant's heart and just being very considerate about other people and uh, attentive to other people's needs and uh, that is not a natural instinct that i have uh, and so Danielle has continued and will continue to be an example of this in my life, um, where I need to continue to grow and get stronger in that. Um, wow. Well, thank you, babe. Um, yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I think the way Harley has really helped me in my life is, if, if you could see his schedule and what he does on a daily basis, it, it floors anybody. And he is so diligent with his schedule, with his work. And um, that's not something that he used to be. So he tells me, um, you know, we've only known each other for so long. But um, he recently just wrote a book about being apathetic and it's called pathetically apathetic you can find it on amazon thanks for the plug babe (laughs) 
But yeah, so I think that he's really taught me to be more intentional with my time. And he's really inspiring to me um, just to get after something, to write down my goals. You know, he talks about his, the F6 goals. It's faith, finances, family, fun, friends. And I'm losing the last one, babe. What is it? It uh, rhymes with Fitbit. Fitness. Yeah, so these are like six categories of your life that you can set goals for, and we've sat down a couple of times and thought of these together, um, which I think will carry into all seasons of our life, and um, I think that will really just help us to refocus on goals and keep us on the same page, but for me personally, I think he's just really inspired me to get after my personal goals and to be more diligent and intentional with my time. That's really awesome. Faith and I are really big about couples having goals that they can go after and achieve together because we love working on the same team and striving towards the same goals. So that's awesome. Yeah. I always think your partner should be helping you get closer to your dreams, not further away. Um, Keegan has definitely not made me feel like I had to sacrifice um, what I want to do uh, in order for him to do what he wants to do. And so, of course, there's seasons of give and take. But overall, I believe both couple or both individuals in the relationship should be moving towards um, their goals career-wise, fitness-wise. Just like Daniel was saying, every aspect of your life should be improving Um, and your partner is someone to help you and to come alongside, to cheer you on, to support you, um, and to push you in a healthy way towards that dream, that goal. So thank you guys for sharing. I love that you guys are working together and learning from each other and place each other's priorities as high as your own. That's super important. Um, so Danielle and Harley, just one last thing. If there's any piece of advice that you would like to give to any of the dating couples right now in this pandemic, the newly engaged, um, here's your time. Here you go. Yeah, that's that's really good. I will start with by saying I think it's really important for any relationship, like I said earlier, to be intentional and creative with your time that you are given together. I think that only good things can come from being intentional and being creative. And so, you know, if it's goofy or funny or mildly stupid, just go for it. I think that you'll only get stronger because of it. So, yeah, that's my piece of advice. And I'll piggyback off of that, Danielle, um, because we had mentioned talking about the F6 goal stuff, right? Um, Well, this bleeds a lot with relationships here where – you know, for this next year, 2021, a lot of people want to make this next year. It's got to be better than this year, you know, 2020. Um, But a lot of couples can make goals about what they want to see happen for their relationship. But a lot of times these goals can be very vague and don't have any clear, defined specificity. Um, And so to pull a quote here from Lee Cockrell, 
who was the uh, former uh, former manager for Walt Disney World Resorts. Uh, he talks about that what gets scheduled gets done. So if you heard about us talking about a fancy date and you thought, hmm, a fancy date, that sounds kind of fun. Well, um, in order to make that happen, uh, Danielle and I would suggest that you go onto the calendar and say, okay, well, a fancy date. That is uh, obviously going to be pricier than a casual date. So how many times could we do this in a year? Is it going to be three times, four times? How expensive is this date? And get it scheduled on the calendar where if you decide that it's an every other month thing or an every month thing, or hey, you're a high roller and you want to do it every weekend, then be my guest. But it doesn't help to just say, oh, it'd be cool to do something fancy. And then it never happens because it probably won't ever happen. Because as Lee Cockrell talks about, you got to schedule it. So there's some uh, practical tidbits there. Thank wow. you. <laughs> Thank you for that wise advice. Yeah, I already feel more disciplined just sitting here. Do you, babe? Yeah, and I think that's our quote for this episode. Yeah, you want to say it one more time? What gets scheduled gets done. Lee Cockrell. That's good. So when you're dating, you want to stay creative, um, stay goofy sometimes even, but also set those important dates and schedules and keep yourselves um, just intentionally marking out those times that you can spend together. So I like it. Yes, definitely. Wow, this has been an amazing episode. A great time with you guys. Thank you for agreeing to come on with us and just share all the secrets to your relationship. <laughs> Maybe not all of them, but the most important ones um, that have kept you guys together. We're excited to just watch what happens over the next few months as you guys prepare for your wedding. Um, and would you guys like to give us your Instagram in case anyone wants to follow you in your relationship? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so my Instagram is what I do most of my um, social media on uh, is D Sims. That's S I M M S two M's. So it's D Sims underscore 24 and Harley, what's yours? Uh, Danielle, um, you don't know my tag. Uh, I do. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, mine is uh, Harley writes books. Harley writes books on Instagram because he writes books. <laughs> I do. Okay. Yeah, so go follow them on Instagram. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Growing Potatoes. Um, and this has been a great episode. Thank you for tuning in this time. We will catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>